and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zio. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Hi, Mark. Hi, Ryan. We're in the same room. That's nice. We're doing this. This is the third show in a row. This I know. has happened. I've noticed something the, the, just immediately right off the bat. I don't, I don't know if this is like a big faux pas or not. Mm. Your t-shirt and hoodie are the same color today. No, I did that on purpose. Oh, you did that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. My thinking was if I, you know, took my hoodie off, my shit would still match. I actually almost had a middle layer. Like I almost had a thermal. Like a vest? There's, it was like a, you know, like a waffle crew neck okay. long sleeve that was the exact same color. <laughs> I didn't end up wearing that because I decided it wasn't cold enough. It was very Stanley T of you. Mm, yeah, yeah. The, the color coordination was was very inspired yes, by Santa. Love it. Um, well, Mark. <clears throat> Mark, by the way, is uh, is still recovering from a, a, a hell weekend. It was just a lot of work. Yeah, it's not like anything went horrible, but when 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 Sirius XM does big events, Mark doesn't say this enough, but at the end of them, he is dead. I I really am just exhausted. Like it, you would think I ran out like a marathon, like a race. They're it's hard crazy. To put on. Uh, and we did two back to back shows with Drake at the Apollo Theater in Harlem. I have many stories from those shows. <laughs> I don't think I can tell the majority of them for a long time. Yeah. But I think they'll pop up in other examples. Okay. And then I'll be like, we did a show with Drake one time. And then you'll all know that it's a story I wanted to do now. I will say this. Okay. Drake has a dude that follows him around. With a cooler backpack and like, you know, like one of those like, like a little if, Yeti cooler. Yeah. But yeah. like the ones you wear in your back. Sure. Like if you really want to fucking drink. Yeah. Um, it's what you take to the hotel pool and just makes him a drink like with a glass and everything. I mean, it's the first time we've heard this. Snoop has a roller. Mm hmm. Like Snoop has somebody that, you know, or at least by I've thought it was confirmed that there's somebody who just goes around and procures, you know, leaves you know for him. And interesting? Rolls it. You know what's interesting? What? And I'll say it like this. I don't know of any rock artists that do that. Oh, so I've heard and this is this is unconfirmed. Mm. But as of I as I've understood it, if you're VIP at a Rolling Stones concert, Ronnie Wood's brother has a bar right off stage. And so if you're in the little VIP section, you will walk over and get a drink from Ronnie Wood's brother. And sometimes the band members will walk off stage and like the bar is right there for them, really. That's a totally different thing. It is and it isn't. Yeah. A bar, a bar in the VIP section is different. No, on stage, like the on stage VIP I section. No, but it's different than a guy that follows you around and you like, you know, it's like that John Mulaney joke where Mick Jagger's like Diet Coke or Justin Bieber or whoever says it, and it shows up in his hand. Anyway, see the thing is with that, right? Yeah, is that if I if I'm Drake, mm-hmm. and I'm, we're just going to use his name because it's where it started, and I have my own jumbo jet, and I make tons of money. Yeah. If I had a ridiculous position like that, right? If I had a, if I had a roving bartender, mm-hmm. I would have to make sure he got paid. Well, that's another thing. Like I I've seen this and it's on some level it's like, well, what a job. But on the other hand, it's like to what end? Well, you see like like $100,000 is a great salary. Not for that. Well, that's what I'm saying is like most people, but, if they had a hundred thousand dollar job, they think like they're they're killing it. They're doing really well. But you also sound like an asshole right now because there are a lot of people that's like, wait, they'd pay me a hundred thousand dollars just to follow Drake around well, and no, make him drinks. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Drake, like you if you're gonna hire someone to do that ridiculous position, you also have to pay them ridiculously. Well, see, that's the thing though. I don't know is you're saying a hundred thousand dollars is ridiculous. It's not enough. See, but that's the thing. The average person listening to you would say that's a crazy amount. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I'm I'm totally admitting it. It's it's but if you're Drake, right, and you have someone mm-hmm. go around to like make your drinks, you can't lowball them. I agree. But this is also why I I don't understand how like Hollywood assistants aren't paid like half a million that, dollars. That's exact exactly what I'm trying to say. Because it's wild. You're dealing with these massive sums at all times. Like, you know, if you're a if you're a celebrity and you have an assistant, you could be like, Can you go buy me this ten thousand dollar gift? That's pretty you know, that's a right. relatively frequent occurrence. Yep. And you know, your assistant's making like eighty to a hundred grand if, maybe. If that. 
It's I, I mean, anyone I've known that's that's been a personal assistant. Somebody's made way less than it's that. wild. Yeah, and that's that's like and listen, I can understand if like a base salary is like that, but if you've got somebody going around dishing out that kind of money for you all the time, the bonus at the end of the year better be nice. I agree. Right? Like no, you better, I've always thought this. I, I, I like if you and listen, if you have a great year, you've got to, it. It's it's sort of the whole people don't talk about it, but like, um, what's the actual percentage on caddies? I have no idea. Well, you get what I'm saying. There was a dispute with somebody a few years ago that uh, uh, somebody had won a tournament and gave the caddy the normal tip. Oh, yeah. As if like, you know, you just did the round with me. But when when you win the tournament, you're supposed to pay the caddy. Yeah. Like it's like 10 or 20 percent. You're supposed to pay the caddy. Yeah, yeah. And like it should be like that for celebrity assistance. I agree. Maybe maybe not that much. But like, you know, if you're winning, you pay the people that are taking care of you. I will say this. Drake has a lot of people around him and he seems to take very good care of That's them. That's good. That's positive to hear. That is that is something I ha- I did take away from this weekend. Um, I Another thing, though, is they are always with him. It was kind of wild because he had all these people around him. And in any situation, whether you're an athlete or a celebrity or, or something, and we've talked about celebrity entourages before. I yeah. think even last, like a week or two ago when Tom Hanks was walking around. Right. But with, with no one. By himself. Um, I wonder if it gets old to constantly be surrounded by everyone being like, you're the man. You're the man. What do you want to do? And I said to somebody, I said, I wonder when he's alone. And they were like, I don't know, the bathroom. <laughs> and not five minutes later, this is true. Drake asked me where the restroom was. Right. And I said, OK. And I told him. And then a parade of 10 people followed him there. So I, I, can we can we switch topics for yeah, one second? Yeah, 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 I yeah. just want to say something. OK. If you're a person out there posting that the M&Ms are getting rid of the M&M spokes, you know, cartoon M&Ms in favor of Maya Rudolph, Uh and you think it's because Tucker Carlson and you're posting this like the, the, you know, the, the, the conservative mob got to them or the woke mob or whatever side you're on, you're a fucking idiot. It's a Super Bowl commercial. They're not really getting rid of the goddamn cartoon M&Ms. They're not? Uh, No. There's no way. So the statement that's been going around is fake? No, it's a real statement. It's setting up a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, so you're saying like afterwards it's going to be fooled you. It's going to be something where they're back. Where Maya Rudolph is one of the M&M's. Some shit like that. But that, that is what they're getting at though, right? It's like we're tired of all you bitching. Yes, but they're just leaning like, it like they're not like everyone's posting like, like oh my god, M&Ms are listening to Tucker Carlson. No. No, no, no. M&M said, well, "You guys have fucking ruined it. You guys shit in the punch bowl." Also, fuck you. If that's what they're saying, I ruined your ad campaign. That's pretty. No, that's shit. We're tired. They're pretty much like we're tired of people bitching. We're candy, and we're supposed to like be happy. And and everyone's bitching. You shit in the punch bowl. You well, ruined I it. I don't know why you made your green M M&M and M less fuckable M and M's. She's a lady. It's a piece of candy that I want to put my dick in. No, but I've seen so much discussion and like there's columns being written. You're all you're doing is promoting M&Ms. Right. I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, Maya Rudolph is the new CEO of M- like is stars as the CEO of M&Ms in this commercial. And she's like, fire all the M&Ms. And they're like, no. Or, so, you know, yeah. if you're railing against wokeism, you need to uh, get a life. You, but it's actually the opposite in this case. I because it? Yes. Because it, it sounds like all the, the, the anti woke that are the, the loudest voices here no. as they were complaining about the M&Ms and then M&Ms gave up and they're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Well, I think if anything, it's them acquiescing to the people that were bitching about it. Because M and M's. Well, no. Tucker Carlson was like they made the green M and M less sexy, as we know. Right. And then people were like, "Fuck M and M's for being so woke." <laughs> so now they're like, "All right, we're going to get rid of them entirely." Which, on some level, isn't that acquiescing to Tucker Carlson? No. How? I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying. You no, know, like the argument is like I don't think it's people that are like. Um, against wokeism that are like, oh, damn it, I can't believe they're doing this. I'm more just calling out every news like columnist that's like, oh, another win for conservative conservatism or whatever. Like, I, I, I guess I don't see it as a win. I mean, I see this as, as, a, as a like, you've ruined the party. It's not a real thing. 
This didn't happen. Like, like I'm saying, like they're saying they're getting rid of him. They're not. They're not. It's like when they said Mr. Peanut was retiring. How are they going to promote M&Ms without the fucking cartoon M&Ms? Well, they come up with new. I mean, like, how is Progressive going to go on without Flo? They'll come up with a new character. Everyone does, like the, the, the M&M characters, regardless of whatever you want to say about that contract, has been around for more than a decade. Most most commercial mascots don't last a decade. It was a good run. I just can't believe. Look, I'm happy to be proven wrong on this. Actually, I don't really give a shit. But the spokes candies being on pause. I just do not. I, I don't think they're coming back. I think they're done. I really do. I would be willing to bet. A thousand dollars. How come about back. how about we bet that they are back by 2025? All right, back by 2025. That's two years. All right, all right. So I by actually, 20... by the way, when I said it, I thought it was three. I thought I was giving myself three all years. Right. So by 2025, um, if if they come back, I will buy you uh, a case of M and M's. I don't a box, want that. A box of M and M's. I don't want that. I want five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. This is how how confident are you? Because I'm pretty fucking confident. What was our bet about the Apple self driving car? Because I think that was that 2025 or 2026. I don't know, but it's not looking great for you. I don't know. Not I'm not going to do $500. I mean, I, I am willing to, to, to offer up a box of M&M's. I, I would rather have $250. Otherwise, it's a it's a box of M&M's or a gentleman's bet. That's where we're going right now. How much is a box of M&M's? Uh, I'll do peanuts if you want. First of all, peanut butter are the best M&M's. A box of M&M's is $45. Can right. we just make a $50 bet? All right, fine. I'll buy you a box of M&M's and give you a $5 I know bill. I'm right. I'm going to be right. They're not getting rid of the spokes candies for Maya Rudolph. This is just a bit. It's like when they... You remember how Super Bowl commercials you used to sit and watch, and now there's Super Bowl commercial trailers yeah. and teasers, yeah. and they announce You them. don't even see real Super Bowl commercials anymore because you've seen it two weeks before the yeah, game. Yeah, or it's like, hey, want to see more? Go to godaddy.hotslut and see, <laughs> see Danica Patrick eat this chocolate cake. Like, like it's it's the same. Yes, it's always the same. Yes, agreed. And so you don't think it's odd that two weeks or three weeks before the Super Bowl they announced that M and M's is one doing a Super Bowl ad with Maya Rudolph, and two the spokes candies are maybe going away. I think Maya Rudolph is going to eat the spokes candies in the commercial, and that Maya Rudolph might be a temporary spokesperson, but I think the candies are gone. <sighs> Let's see. I don't think so. Anyway, I just think if you're writing a serious column about this, you are a moron person. Yeah. What is that? Did I, you just put on Hits 1? I accidentally put on Hits 1. I got I to gotta see. Disarm. I just got myself out of trouble with Mikey Piff right there. <laughs> what were you going to do? No, I, I forgot to hit that button at the end of the mashup, and that's kind of important. It is important. Yeah. What no, else? I, I wanted to switch subjects because I was going to play something off the, the computer here. And, and this is a couple weeks old, but you and I haven't had a chance to really talk about it because it did happen after we recorded our last show. Mm -hmm. um, and I just felt like it hasn't gotten enough attention. I'm actually shocked about this because this is one of the most ridiculous, silly things I've seen in a long time. All right. And maybe I'm reading it wrong, but Stetson Bennett. Quarterback, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. He's like 48. Is he? He's like 25 or 26. He's 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 not that mature. He's older than both quarterbacks in the NFC title game. So this is this is I'm just going to play a clip. This happened during the victory parade. Right. So he is this is this is victory parade. This is Stetson Bennett in a in a convertible at the parade with a local reporter doing her job. Another live look from News Chopper 2 down I'm Lumpkin as the Bulldogs taking pictures, hanging out with the fans, and probably hanging out with Channel 2's Heather Catlin, who joins us now live in Athens with more on the parade route. Hey, Heather. Hi, guys. Stefan, how you feeling? Really? I mean, what do you guys Oh, he heard you and he ignored you. Did you actually watch the video? He says, really? Really, you guys? And then like turns away and, and she's like, oh, she's speechless. How do you feel? And he like doesn't even, he like turns away like, I'm not going to look at you. Mm -hmm. And she handled it beautifully mm -hmm. live. She was so nice to him. Like, yeah. oh, he's speechless when he was being a dick. Yes. I, I, I just, I, this guy's not going to the NFL, right? I don't know, but he's not going to be a starter in the NFL. He's not going to, like, this will ruin him. 
He will interview with them. Maybe I'm wrong about how it works. Oh, my God. You are such a douchebag. You're just an incredible pussy. I know, but I'm I, like, I can't do this, this all the time where like why? you would be like, this, they are not going to like his feelings. There are rapists that play That's in the true. NFL. You're right about that. What? You're right about that. The fucking Tyreek Hill broke a kid's arm. I, but it does. Deshaun Watson. It does. Did you read? He his? was mean to a reporter. I know. His response, though, was was worse. Well, I have to imagine a radio station host called him out in the middle. What do you mean? Well, his response to it, because he oh, because yeah, somebody, some people did call him out, and he did respond to yeah, it. Yeah, and he said what? Basically, what? What did he say? All right, hold on, I got to pull this up now because it's in three different places. If only we had prepared. Well, I had the clip ready. He basically, the the, the I'll read the whole statement once it comes. I know up, what right? he. I know the gist of what he said. The, the gist of what he said was, I was picking music. I had to have, I had to, the, the gist of what he said is, the fans thought the parade was for them, but really this was my moment. I'm the one who ran, won. It was my moment, and I was trying to pick good songs for my friends, and you were bothering me. When you put it like that. That's what he said. When you put it like that. Yeah. I agree with him. Really? Oh, fuck him. What an asshole. Like, like, like that. He didn't, he didn't say, yeah, we're going to do an interview at this time. I understand. That's, like, that's, this what, is where... that's you're, you're, you're there for the fans. Like, like you're there that, that it just makes you look like an incredible. Oh, asshole. he makes him look like an incredible entitled well, douchebag. But, yeah. but, but I mean, it, he, he did win. It is his moment. He has almost made an adult career out of playing college football at this point. He's 25. He's a college football quarterback. Oh, I think this is the end of his football career. Of course it is. <laughs> He's 25. Yeah. He's got to go. But the idea that he, you know, he just turned into like, this is for us. This is my friends. We'll never be together again, which is true. I get it. They're, they're going to have a time outside of the parade. Yeah, I, I I think he probably shouldn't have been a cock, but but, but also but no, but I, this is this is just who he is, right? Like this wasn't a no. This, this didn't seem like a one off. I'm not gonna judge a dude on one moment. What type of dickhead does that? Ah, I don't know. I guess I am. I told like this would listen. First impressions matter. Right? This is your first this impression. Is my first impression, and my first impression is that this guy it might be the biggest asshole walking the planet. Wow. Ryan hates Stetson Bennett. <laughs> I really do. Do you know anything about Stetson Bennett's story? Nope. I, I don't want to anymore. Okay. Like, I have no fucking desire. I have, like, like... God, uh, this studio is so loud. I, it, sorry about the beep, by the way. I just tried to turn up the volume, mm. and then I got the, mm. the, you know, the computer. I know that annoyed the hell out of you. Why? What's his, tell me the story. Well, I mean, he wasn't heavily recruited. He was a walk-on or something, and he went on to win two national titles at one of the best football schools in the country. So perhaps he could seem gracious and not like a fucking asshole. In one clip you've seen. Uh, yep, but that did it. Like, first impressions matter. So, and, and, so and that, I can't imagine that that's not how he is every day. So that, I have a question, Ryan. That, that wasn't like a bad moment. That seemed like the, the day. I have a question. Okay. Have you ever been a dick on this show? Uh, if I did, it was very unintentional, and it would probably not to a stranger. Oh, on this show? Yeah, yeah to you all the time. Okay, so if somebody's <laughs> tuning in, right. saying, that guy's, for the first time, and they go, that guy's a dick, everything he is, is bad. There, there is very rarely, right, that, that I, I admit that every once, and yeah, I am willing to admit that, that I can make a first impression on somebody that will last. And I've certainly said dickish things, but you will be very hard pressed to find me anywhere being a dick to a stranger, especially on camera. So his I don't care who you are. So there's some uh, sports host named Steak or some shit. <laughs> and Stetson Bennett wrote back on Twitter because I guess he was bitching about it. And Mr. Medium Rare. One phone was mine. One phone was connected to the Bluetooth. Mine had the playlist. The other had the aux. I appreciate your concern with my image, intentions, loyalties, obligations, as well as your willingness to reach out to me to confirm them. You obviously thought quite deeply about some motives I might have had to help fill in some holes. It's not like he's talking to you, by yeah. the way. 
To help fill in some holes, though, I can give you. Can I give you the inside scoop? Parades are a symbol of celebration, and while last year's was a celebration of that championship, this year's parade was a celebration of a very special period of time. For me, of course, there is a possibility that I'm wrong. And while we as a team very much so appreciate the fans, we as individuals appreciate our teammates. You know, the ones we've broken bones and torn ligaments and bled for and cried and changed and grown and laughed with for years now. So to help you fill in all those damned holes, team, group celebrates with fans, group, in big parade. Teammate, individual, celebrate with teammate, individual, in small personal car. Guess which one I am. Teammate, yep. So to finish it off nice and neat, I was controlling the ox and playing bangers so Seth and Chris and I could have a blast on our last ride into Sanford. That's pretty much the gist of it. So basically, you do sound like a fucking cock, Stanson. Stetson. He's, he's a fucking asshole. He like, sounds like a dickhead. A complete. Because, because, listen, I, I'll even give it to him. If, if he blew off the reporter and then said, "Yeah, I shouldn't have done that." No, he's like, "I was playing bangers. Leave me the fuck alone." But this also, is, this is my moment, assholes. But also, he he goes on to basically invoke the "no one believed in us" card, and we proved everyone wrong. And it's like, dude, no one ever had you ranked lower than fifth in the country. <laughs> everyone <laughs> believed in you. However, what did you think ultimately? What did you think the fucking good-looking Georgia Bulldogs two-time national champion winning quarterback thought? I, 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 I just hope that he's, he's saving that NIL money because I don't see a lot of it coming his way soon. Who, mm. who, who wants this guy to be their spokesperson? <sighs> I mean, who? Like, like, if someone's like, hey, man, you, you love... You Every love- Georgia business ever. Hey, you love Coca-Cola? A big Georgia's business. Leave me alone. That's not. I gotta get ice for my coke. Again, again, you're basing this on one moment. Like, yeah, who gives no, a there shit? was two moments. There was the one moment, and then there was the defense of his moment. I just don't give a shit what this college kid did. That's it's like, true. oh, That's he was fair. young and a douchebag. Uh, he's the only one like that. <laughs> Come on. It just, uh, it really rubbed me the wrong way. I'm sorry, buddy. So why don't you ask? Why don't you see if you can get him on the morning mashup? Oh, that would be great. Why don't you say, hey, well, be from nice what I to understand, me. he doesn't like media. He won't do media. I don't think that's true. I just think maybe in that moment he didn't want to be bothered. No, that was... Oh, you guys? I have a question, though. As a member of the media, do you feel like people should have to do interviews whenever you're there? No. Well, If I'm I'm at a sushi restaurant, and no, they shouldn't have to do an interview. If you're in a parade. Yeah. If 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 there's a parade celebrating you... Then yeah, you're 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 there to do people. If you're on a red okay, carpet, well, let me ask you this. if you're on a red carpet for your movie, then yeah, that's not a parade. Same, but you get what I'm saying. It's a Let's public say event. Let's say the parade is a memorial because you were shot and killed. Then do you have to do an interview? Yeah. Wow. Tough standards. <laughs> I mean, like, do you have to? Do you have to do the interview? You never have to do the interview. Uh, the memorials are different. Can you can you expect that someone will, will want to talk to you? Yes. Like, like him acting like, are you serious? You want to talk to me here? Like him acting like that. Like, like yeah, yes, yeah. it was shitty. After a memorial, do you have to do the interview? No. But are you crazy to think that somebody won't want to speak to you? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Um, there's something that I want to know what you think about this. Okay. That uh, a story came out the, about uh, TikTok. All right. And uh, apparently that there's a, an internal uh, thing happening at, at TikTok that uh, they said that employees have a button. They've described it as a button, although I'm sure it's a little more complicated. Uh, <laughs> that can make anyone go viral. Um, that apparently it's an internal policy called heating. Okay. And that, that uh, the TikTok staff can pick out a video or an individual that they would like to promote. And then they can put in, we want them to get this many views. And the person will get that many views. That's awesome. I it, would imagine that exists. I thought it, I, I'm glad that it's out. Like, I've always known that this exists. That viral's fake, right? Nobody, like, there are some things that are truly well, going. Yeah. There's some things that truly go viral. But I think a lot of it is pushed. And this is just sort of... I don't know if a lot of it's pushed. I think specifically on that platform where you're just fed constant shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like on Twitter, I think it would be harder to do on Twitter because you would need people to actually retweet it, right? Well, no, that's... that. I, oh, okay, because it's... it's um. I, there's accountable for right. I get what you're saying. Whereas on TikTok, you're just fed stuff. Well, but the theory is right. They would have all the bots to retweet for them. I guess, but you'd have to then be following those bots. No, you wouldn't. You can retweet. You can retweet people you don't follow. I'm saying that 
the, if if the bots if a bunch of bots retweeted something, yeah, I wouldn't see it until somebody I, I thought so. I understand. So it's still, you still require the rent the real people. Yeah. Okay. Now with TikTok, I think it would be great. I'd love to be a part of that council, like the Slack channel where you're just like, hey, should we make Ryan Sampson go viral today? <laughs> nah. I would do that. I, I it just sucks because there's it, it's it, like viral seems like something you do spontaneously or that you earn and not like it's just somebody going oh yeah okay no but it, it's not it's I, I think it when it started it was now there's a whole industry of just content creators all the time right like maybe 10 15 years ago sure it would be like wow this person made this funny video ha 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 now you have hundreds of thousands of people maybe millions even worldwide doing that every day trying to be that person it's it's no longer like, is it really organic if it's your job? Right. Like, that's the thing is, is, is I, I just don't believe it anymore. It's not. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also just like the standards have gotten much higher. Like, think about things like, like, I like Turtles Kid went viral. Right. Back when. So, so. Would never happen today. Is Ocean Spray the last real viral video? I don't even know what that is. Yes, you do. The, the uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that thing? Yeah. Is that like the last real viral video? I don't know. I didn't even like that video. We didn't do anything <laughs> besides skateboard and drink some juice. Right. Played the right song. Yeah. Like, I, I, I um, I don't know. I guess I, I, I guess to think of other videos like in the last year or whatever, because th- th- there's there's stuff like right now, today, the viral videos that are going around today as we're mm. recording this mm. are Cowboys fans destroying their TVs. There's the guy punching it and then there's the guy driving over his TV. Right. Those 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 look half real. Also, why would you drive over your TV? Did you see the video? No, but hear me out on this. If you're punching your TV, okay, you're just a hot-headed idiot. Yeah. I've broken a couple video game controllers in my day. Right. Right? I've never broken a controller based off, like, what real people do. I've done, like, when I'm controlling the team, I would get mad. Okay? Yes. But if you are going to drive over your television, are you just keeping up your anger where you're like, wait a second, and you unplug it, you bring (laughs) it to your fucking driveway, you start your car, then you run over it? What did your TV do? The, the 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 one where the guy punches it almost feels a little set up because there's two angles of it. Like it's the whole family and it's like they almost knew that this guy was going to snap and the whole family's filming him, right? Waiting for it. The guy who drove over it though, like it's his wife, uh, assumably or girlfriend, you know, following him down the driveway as he's carrying his TV, smashes it and then gets in his car and keeps driving over it. Well, he's a moron. <laughs> That's a stupid reaction. You, you, no one ever watches an episode of Below Deck that makes them angry and then takes their television out and drives over it. Captain Sandy did what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, like, there's a certain point where it's like, listen, I saw the New York Giants on Sunday night. They came to our Drake show the after the day after they lost. Okay. The entire offensive line, yeah. Saquon, Daniel Jones, yeah. everybody was fine. So what I'm getting at is, if this loss is still bothering you, and any team's loss, and you're breaking your TV at home, you are a fucking rube. I, I kind of agree with you on because, that. Because, uh, look, obviously these teams want to win, but never forget that they're not really paid extra for playoff games, and two, this is their job. So there is an element of like, well, I guess we're done working for a bit, yeah. and that's nice too. But also, your life won't be affected. Nothing will happen differently in your life other than like like the next day at work, you're going to give some more high fives. Yeah, like unless you bet, it's really it, it. nothing changes. It's the Bronx Tale thing. Mickey Mantle never paid a mortgage, your mortgage or whatever. Right. So it, it, it's the same idea. But the I'm saying like the heat of the moment thing I get. But when you walk out, take your television, like, do, do you, don't you look like a psychopath you to your like neighbors? You look like a little bit of a psychopath. A and, little bit? And you're right, because, dude, I paid the money for the for the nice um, uh, controller, for the for the scuff controller, right? For the, for the custom one. And I'll get mad at a game, and I know this. But what I'll do is I'll throw it. But I always try to throw it against something soft, right? Is that I'll get mad. I'm like, there's a pillow. And I'll throw the controller, but it bounces and hits the floor. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, I got to fix that now. Yeah. I, one time I got so mad, I ejected the disc, had to wait for it to eject and then broke it in my hands. That was the most embarrassing Did you thing. Were, you were pulling it out of the, the, the slot? Yeah. I was like, this fucking stupid game. <laughs> but like, 
that, I wouldn't do that now. I'm an adult. Right. Well, also, you download your games. There's no discs. Did this guy look like he had a lot of money? Um, He looked like a you know regular middle class guy. Then that's stupid. He had a big pickup truck. You can't just be breaking your television. It was, it was a big T. It was probably a 64 inch or two. It was not a small television. Just like, what? The most amazing part was the TV broke in half. Is like the screen and all the glass went one way and stayed there, and like the plastic went the other. It was kind of like interesting to watch. Yeah, but I, just if I was his wife, I'd just be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, that's exactly what Baby, she was. Jerry Jones and I was like, "He doesn't give a fuck about you. What are you doing?" <laughs> but that's what the wife was saying. Is like, "This is insane. Stop." Be like, like I, I think if you actually do that, you probably need to have some type of like anger management situation. Probably, or you just knew you needed a new TV. Sure, but like, it's, well, it's really like driving the car over it. That's weird to me. That yeah. takes it. No, like, like the minute you, 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 it's, it's like a kidnapping. When you go to a second location, it gets way worse in my eyes. <laughs> that's that's one of my my quotes. The Jack Donaghy quotes is never follow a hippie to a second location. <laughs> it's good life advice. What else we got? Uh, since we're on the the TikTok here, you sent me a story about uh, a McDonald's that handed somebody a bag of cash, mm-hmm. and they all so they. They kept, you know, saying, like, I guess the person uh, returned it to the restaurant. Right. But here's my question. Okay. Why was the money in a McDonald's bag? That is the most curious part. Because what this says to me, Uh there's a history of people. Stealing? Selling drugs through drive-thrus. Right. And I would imagine when that happens, people also need to make pickups at said drive throughs Right. So they were like, oh, that must have been their deposits for the week. And it's like, okay, yeah, but why did they put it in a McDonald's bag? So you think that, that, it, was, that it was completely unlegit, that this was a, a bad transaction? I don't know. I, I think they just gave it to the wrong person. <laughs> I, I want to, I'm pulling this up now. It was $5,000 in a McDonald's bag. Well, because being and around- everyone's reporting this like so wholesome. They gave the money back, which is, yeah. Okay, so the first thing that could be like being around, growing up around my grandparents who had a small business, right, is they would make the nightly deposit is they had the bank bag and go to the night deposit box and drop it in. But is it plausible that they use the McDonald's bag because it is not as obvious as a bank deposit bag? Yeah, it just seems like who's going to steal your Big Mac based on the uh, based on the, you know, the logic behind the shell game, though, (laughs) seems like a pretty bad idea in a McDonald's. Also, the bag shouldn't be anywhere near the drive through. Where somebody could I knew I knew or I had a friend who said that when he was a a kid, he's older than me, Mm -hmm. that he worked at a drive through and someone got murdered at the drive through. But but what was very funny is there was somebody else who quit the next day because they looked alike and one of them sold weed and the dead guy didn't. Oh, yeah. He's like he's like one guy got murdered and the other guy that looked like him and sold weed quit really quick and disappeared. (laughs) Oh, that's a bummer. Right. I know. I always like I love uh, not I love. I always wonder when they're like, oh, it was a mistaken identity. I'm like, God damn. It's like, of course, you would be this type of person to kill somebody over drugs. You can't even get the right fucking person, you idiot. You know, like like anytime I hear something like that. I I mean, I just I I heard five thousand dollars in a McDonald's bag. It seems suspect. To it me. seems suspect. But the reason I'm like, OK, that's pretty stupid. My thought was, is that they put it in the bag so they don't use a night deposit bag. That's a stupid idea. I agree, but that was that was, you know, my okay, if it is legit, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, not to not to maybe maybe it just is not a high functioning McDonald's and somebody just thought this was a good idea, which also begs the question, have you ever been in a high functioning McDonald's? Yes. When? Uh, I was in London. I was going to say, it's not in America. <laughs> There's no way it's I in was, America. I was in London. Every employee was enthusiastic. My food came out before I paid. It was hot. They were happy. They were like singing whippity doodah back there. It was amazing. I learned that at a, I recently saw some, you know, what is it? Uh, some upworthy piece, some fucking one of those sites that just exists to aggregate Reddit. And I I saw that apparently at a drive through you can request fresh food at a McDonald's. What does that mean? They just like cook it right then. Which I, like a dickhead, was under the impression that they were already doing for the most part. You know, unless it was a peak time. No. 
I, but it doesn't, I mean, like I've had friends, you've had friends that have worked at McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, from my understanding, stuff doesn't sit around. Like they have a, a... I actually don't think I've had a friend that worked at McDonald's. I wish I did. I would have really exploited the shit out of that. <laughs> no, like as I always understood it, like like they turned it over pretty quick. Like they would cook it ahead of time, but it only sits there for, you know, the apple pies only sit there for like an hour or something. I, uh, I've been at McDonald's more recently because, you know, I have a two year old and like Happy Meals are fun rewards for things. I've like gotten into buying Happy Meals, right? Like a parent that's truly lazy. So you make fun of me because I buy the Kinder Eggs for the toy, but you buy Happy Meals for the same reason. I don't buy a Happy Meal for the toy. Also, you're 45 years old, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you said you were buying Happy Meals. Fucking, I buy Kinder Eggs for the toy. <laughs> you fucking adult man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, what I was going to bring up is, and what I have to imagine is the surest sign of inflation I've seen at the McDonald's I go to. Do you know how much a Happy Meal is? It's $6. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, that's really expensive for a kid's meal. What's what's a number two these days? I don't know. I only buy Happy Meals. Yeah. I guess how much like, is a Kinder Egg? Like two bucks? I, I always forget. Because now that I go through McDonald's, I don't know how much things cost anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they tell me, but I hand them my credit card and I'm like, oh, it's McDonald's. So it can't be expensive. And I ignore the number. Does that make any sense? Wait, what? When I go through the drive through yeah. and I'm going through most of the time, if I go through a McDonald's drive through, I'm I'm uh, like John Mulaney's father. It is one unsweetened iced tea, please. OK, but if I do get a meal, I like they'll tell me the number like that'll be seven fifty three, sir. And I just hand them my credit card because I know I'm buying the cheapest meal on the planet. It can't be expensive. And so, like, I don't even know how much a number two meal costs. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, it's it makes sense when you think about it. Like, we've talked about this a lot. On some level, I don't want a 99 cent cheeseburger. (laughs) Why is it so cheap? Because it's not really cheese or a burger. That's what I'm saying. So, it's still, you know, like, when you think about it, what can you buy for $6 really anywhere? It's like one Starbucks trick. So, if I'm getting an entire Happy Meal for my kid, it's like, all right, there's a cheeseburger or whatever it is. Apple, what slices? Slices. French fries, a toy, and a juice box. Right. That's not bad. No. It's a good deal. Yeah, six bucks is a little much, but whatever. Anyway. Um, while we're on kids, mm. um, this 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 happened. Um, I talked about this. We on, should say that more. Why don't we introduce every this story? This happened. Yeah, why don't we introduce every story that way on this show? Um, there was a, a kid who, uh, in Bangladesh, mm. we talked about this on the mashup this morning, fell asleep in a shipping container and woke up in Malaysia. Well, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. What happened? Apparently, he was. He was. Good like, thing he didn't like suffocate. I guess. Well, yeah. Not. It's more starve than suffocate. How long was the trip? Five days. Oh. Um. That he apparently. I don't know if they were playing hide or seek or like whatever. But he was playing with his friends and got in the shipping container and apparently it closed and locked while he was in there. Uh huh. Um. He fell asleep thinking someone would come get him. They would realize, you know, these parents would come or something. Um, but he was on the ship already and the ship left. And five days later, the workers, dock workers in Malaysia said they heard banging in a container and opened it up. And there's a little kid in there. And they were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. But they said he was horribly disoriented and frail and like, you know, ill, obviously. Needed, yeah. needed assistance. But he's fine. But he's going to be OK. All right. I'm mentally probably not. But I mean, maybe I think maybe you get over that. Do you? I think I would. But I'm an adult man. Granted, I don't know. I've never been in solitary or anything. I don't know how I would react to a situation like that. Well, I mean, like I'm reading a Dan Brown book right now. Oh, is it the Da Vinci Code? No, it's not the Da Vinci Code. It's the lost symbol. That's also, but it's a Robert Langdon. Right, but they always, but that's the recurring, that's the Robert Langdon thing is that he's claustrophobic because he was fell in a well. Just like who falls in a well, <laughs> Robert Langdon. But I like it's the same sort of like trauma. I would imagine that you're gonna like you're gonna have some. He's gonna be claustrophobic or afraid of the dark or something. Because dude, there's no light in there. Think about being in a closed shipping container. There might be one little beam of light like sticking in from a rust spot or something. Yeah, you'd have to like pick your shit corner uh-huh. and then be like, oh fuck, it was the wrong corner. I went and to the wrong he, corner he's, again. He stayed on one continent. Imagine. Like, if he had come to L.A., they would have just found a, you know... Little dead body. Yeah. That's sad. It's very sad. Let's buffer that out with something fun to talk about. <laughs> you wanna, do you want to do something else? They they released a list of the uh, top five or the most famous streets like, in the world. Like, okay, like, 
most common or the most uh, okay fifth avenue fifth avenue is on the list and it is ranked at number four fifth avenue in new york city is the fourth most famous street in the world okay now i guess we're 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 doing this like family feud style (laughs) all right so fifth avenue is in at four yeah how many of these are U.S. based? Uh, hold on, let me because I have sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Is that on there? No, it's shockingly not. Okay, well, because Pennsylvania and not, that's a specific address. Pennsylvania Avenue is a street, while it goes between the White House and the Capitol. Does isn't, Broadway count? Broadway, believe it or not, doesn't make the list. Okay, but Fifth Avenue does. Fifth Avenue does. All right. Now I'm kind of curious of like. That street in San Francisco, what is it, Lombard Street or Lombard whatever? Street is on the list. Really? Indeed, it is, hold on, number three. Okay, so I have three and four. You have three and four. There are two ahead that you haven't haven't gotten yet. Hmm. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street, not on the list. What? You're right. Bourbon Street I, uh, is shocking. Are we counting the Vegas Strip? The Vegas Strip is not on the list. Okay, which is called, I forget what that is. Now, I will say this. In looking at the list so far, you've named two, like Bourbon Street probably should be on this list. Mm -hmm. The Strip, no. Okay. There's one, and I'll tell you because I've never heard of this. There's one street I've never heard of. Is is it in America? No, it's number eight. It's the Via Monte Napoleon in Milan. Okay. I, I don't know this, do you? No. All right. So we I have I have five I have three left to name in the top five. Are there any left in America? There uh in the top five? Yeah. Um bum bum bum, yes. One. There's one left in America. In the top five. And there are uh, two left on the list in the United States. Now, can they be highways like Route 66? Route 66 would be a good guess, but no. But I will tell you is that is that you named Lombard Street, mm-hmm. right? So when you think of Pennsylvania Avenue, Pennsylvania Avenue was a long street. Lombard Street's one block that everyone knows. So think a little bit more constant. Times Square? Times Square is not there, but, you're, but the New York City one is a actual wall street wall street right. there I'm you an go idiot. it's literally somebody's listening to this somewhere being like <laughs> street wall street it's in the name all right what are the other ones out of the country uh number one is in the united states oh there's more and 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 this isn't fair because it doesn't actually give the street name <sighs> the most okay so i said i think i think Main Street. Well, no, I I will give you one. Vine is one of the streets. Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, they said the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but that, but that's either. That's not a fucking. That's not street. a street. I agree. This is where they sort of fucked up. What? That's number one. The Hollywood also, Walk of by Fame. By the way, just so we all know, the Walk of Fame. That is in a shitty area, and the farther it expands, the shittier it gets. It's like, you could be like, oh, my God, I get to see Andy Cohen's star. It's out outside, it's outside this dildo emporium. Like, I, I honestly, like, pre-pandemic, I didn't think it was that bad of an area. Post-pandemic, I don't, it's holy shit scary. Yeah. I mean, like, wow. What happened? Um, the stars come out, though. <laughs> All right, so we'll just go through the whole list, okay? Okay. Number one is the Walk of Fame. Yep. Number two, Champs Elysees. Mm-hmm. The Champs Elysees. Uh, number three, Lombard Street. Four is Fifth Avenue. Okay. Five is La Rambla. What the fuck is that? In Barcelona. Yeah. Okay. If you go to Barcelona, you spend a lot of time. It's 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 pretty cool. La uh, la 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 Rambla. I don't think that's fun. <laughs> uh, Wall Street eight, and then Abbey Road. Okay. You forgot Abbey Road, and then the one in, in Milan that I've never heard of. If I was the mayor of London, I guess, where Abbey Road is or wherever, right. I'd be like, we got to power wash the sidewalk all the time because people are always barefoot. <laughs> always doing that bit. <laughs> we get it. They did it. You're doing it. Do you have the photo? I don't have it. I've never done it. I think I have one somewhere. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah. <sighs> Do you need five people to do it? Because do you need someone to take the photo? Yep. yep. There isn't a guy that's like, I'll take your photo for the $5. Well, usually if you're around, there's also, it's it's some, like when I was there, I remember you had to wait. And it's not like there's a line, but you're like, okay, that group's doing it. We got to wait for them. Okay, they're done. Now we can go. And you're like. This would be so annoying to live around there because I'd be like, hey, I'd like to cross the fucking street. I have a place to go. I didn't know you were doing your fake album cover. Well, did you see the fights with the neighbors in the Goonies house? 
No. Google Google Goonies House really quick and see if it comes up for you. Because I've been seeing it in sort of like a meme post, so I don't know how old or newsworthy it really is. But apparently... New Goonies House owner's neighbor hangs banner telling movie fans to stay away. Yeah, and the neighbors around are like, don't listen to them. Come. We want you to... We want people here. Why would they want that? Well, I mean, imagine probably because everyone in the neighborhood probably makes out a little bit from it. How do they make money? If you're a local business, there's got to be a coffee shop or something around there that's that's cashing in. Okay, so there's one sign that says Goonies not welcome. Then one, the new owner of the Goonies house says they have a fucking sign up that says, hey, you guys, Goonies welcome. (laughs) Then another sign, a friend of the person who bought the Goonies house it has another sign up with an arrow to the sign that doesn't want people up that says ignore Karen pointing at their house. Right. But the whole I, neighborhood's in on the joke. That would be I mean, even in the the um the Walter White House, people were constantly going and throwing pizzas on the roof. And that makes sense because that's like decay. Yeah. Right? Like I you don't want your roof. Yeah, but sometimes you want to walk around your house dick out. So I understand <laughs> if you there's constantly people, you know Well then don't buy a famous house. What is the Goonies about? Okay, so Goonies Because here's what I think. There's apparently that guy that's like uh Chunk? Yeah. Is he uh is he like a I like I have died. Listen, it was I don't understand goonies is one of those movies that that i feel like everyone grew up loving or at least my age right the grew up loving okay i can't by the way we have to we have to bleep that out because apparently you can't say what i just said probably not okay i i so i watched it once (laughs) when i was like five years old and i've never seen it since and all i remember is that they they were kids that found a treasure map doesn't he have like a sunken huge head like what's the deal i I can't remember i don't know all i know is that there was there was a treasure map (laughs) and that there was for some reason a giant lagoon and the old lady from don't throw mama from the train yeah and and they were fighting over the treasure (laughs) that's all i remember (laughs) Got about six left. I know. Away. I'm well aware. I uh, <laughs> just like just I just went with it, and I was like, I don't think I can say this. We'll give it a shot, and I'll Google it afterwards. And the internet was like, No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but isn't that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. I dude. I Google. See what it sees. It like gives a, a character explanation. Friendly monster Goonies chunk. Yeah. No, not Chunk. I'm talking... That's not his name. What's his name? I'm talking about the big monster person. Chunk is like a kid. Goonies monster. Yeah, what... Oh, I was... Okay, see, this is how long... Sloth. Sloth. I'm getting the characters. It's Dude, I haven't seen it since I was like five. I'm telling you. I mean, look at... What the fuck? What is Sloth? Sloth is very tall and has distorted features. I'm on the Goonies wiki. Why? Okay. Why is uh, he? He has a Superman shirt and a very deformed face, apparently from the result of being dropped on his head as a baby. That's what that's what the first Ansel or that's what the hero wiki says. Yeah, I, I mean. Just. Weird. I don't know what this movie's about at all. I, I do. I, it's 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 like a movie. It's a generational movie that people that grew up with it absolutely love it and know everything about it. And I'm supposed to be. You're supposed to be one of them. I counted on you. And I'm not. I'm, there's a lot of those movies. Like I feel like like um, all the Adam Sandler movies. I never got into. That's those are from my generation. No, they're mine. They're they, 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 that's the bridge between you and I. You didn't like Billy Madison. No. What it's about not, Happy Gilmore? Nope. After that, he largely started making <laughs> shitty movies. Like, let me look at Adam Sandler filmography. That's well, how you know what? You today. know what? Of that time period, the one movie that I liked was Punch Drunk Love. That's the weird one, dude. <laughs> it's the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. All right, let's start with uh, with Luis Guzman, right? Yeah. All right. So, Going Overboard, I haven't seen. Shakes the Clown, Airheads. Uh, okay. So, Billy Madison, good. Happy Gilmore, good. Bulletproof. I, I don't remember that. Not seen. That's Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler. All right. The Wedding Singer. Good. Yeah, Wedding Singer's good. Dirty Work. Not well received, but good. Good. Uh, the Water Boy, I thought was shit. Water uh, Boy goes in the same, the Happy Madison camp with yeah, me. Yeah. Big Daddy. Good. Good. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. I never actually saw that. That was more of a Rob Schneider movie, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yep. Little Nicky, also bad. 
bad. L- little Nikki's sort of like, it's Sunday afternoon and there's nothing on, so I guess I'll keep watching this. The Rob Snyder movie, The Animal, apparently he makes an appearance in, but that's a Rob Snyder movie, which always just makes me think of that um, South Park where they're like, Rob Snyder is a stapler. <laughs> uh, Mr. Deeds, good. Good. Although Gary Cooper's is better. Uh, the Master of Disguise. I didn't know he was in that. Eight Crazy Nights. I never saw that's animated. Uh, Anger Management. What did we think about that? I remember it being okay. Dick. Uh, Fifty First Dates. I remember it being good. good. Spanglish. I remember it being bad. Yeah. Uh, the Longest Yard. I guess fine, but I like the original. Grandma's Boy. Oh, he didn't actually that act was in awful. that. Awful. Uh, Click. Just incredibly sad. Uh, Rain Over Me, also I think probably sad. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Don't think that would play today. Um, you Don't Mess With the Zohan. That's terrible. Really? I kind of like Zohan. Okay. Put put Neosporin on everything. Funny People, the Judd Apatow movie. That was in way too long. Never saw it. Holy shit. That movie, I remember being like, oh my God, how long is this movie? It's 146 minutes. That's long. Yeah. It's like, and it's supposed to be a comedy, I guess. Uh, Grown Ups thoughts. I don't remember it. Jack and Jill. That was bad. I I just because I know we're getting to the end of the list. I know that I didn't finish Uncut Gems. Okay. Hustle was good. Hustle was good. Hubie Halloween. We talked about a lot on the show. (laughs) I barely remember that. But yes, he basically (laughs) it's real Goonies energy based on. um, Yeah, I, I mean, he's just. I just, I, Uncut Gems was so much yelling and it was so stressful. I have not watched it yet. I keep, I keep, it's on my list where every night, every so often, Sarah and I like want to watch Uncut Gems, but it's like, I don't need the stress. It is so stressful to watch. And for no reason, for no reason is it, is it that much stress? Yeah. We got about uh, 90 seconds to go. Great. Until we get to that point. What? Until we get to 52 minutes. 52 yes. minutes is when I normally wrap. Correct. Great. Yes. Now that we've gone, can we go over like the IMDb account of of somebody else tomorrow? I just want to be like, oh, we'll go over the IMDb account of Adam Sandler's less famous friends. <laughs> the original group of people that just follow a guy around. I wonder if one of them makes him drinks, right? Rob Schneider. Probably now. Probably. Remember how Rob Schneider, it's weird how he got all anti-vax. It was, it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you would do this. Anyway. Uh, the Oscars were, uh, the nominations were released today. Do you Don't care about anything? Care. Don't care. I mean, most people are going to hate it, but the Bansies of uh, In Sheeran or In a Sheeran are going to win. It's going to sweep. That I am going to watch very, very soon. Ryan. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it's a low key horror movie. Oh, I yeah. know you say that, but I think you just don't like any gore. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, that'll be it. All right. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.